Welcome to the Mary Jane Experience. Unbiased, unabridged, and most of all, informative. From our mountaintop view here in Colorado, here's how we see the cannabis industry today. Let's look at weed. Hey, this is Canada Dave. And I'm Groovy. And we are My Cannacast. Since you enjoy this podcast, we think you may vibe with us. You can find us online at MICannacast. And it is our mission as activists to promote change, educate, and spread awareness to anyone curious about cannabis. Check us out. Again, that's MICannacast on your favorite streaming and social media channels. Now back to the Mary Jane experience. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. So. We're back. We're back. We're back in business. And we're better than ever. And we're better than ever. <clears throat> and despite the fact that a lot of the world is not feeling very good today. No. Because of the coronavirus. Which dun, dun, dun. has, if you're not aware, uh, South by Southwest has been canceled. Um, NEB, which I was supposed to go to for my day job, that's been canceled. Um a whole host of things sporting events noco hemp expo spanibus oh pete and people are already there we'll get to that yeah anyway but coronavirus the pandemic that everybody has been talking about has now seriously affected everything including the cannabis industry yeah so today we just want to go through everything that we know about coronavirus and cannabis how is it affecting the industry the stocks what are some best practices to keep yourself safe when you're smoking weed if you're gonna Wash do your that hands, son. so you just said it i mean let's just kick it off with events yeah. a lot of cannabis events and events in general like sporting events and such <gasps> i have the virus no. <laughs> no coughing just kidding not in the studio but a, a ton of events are being canceled so first and foremost i mean that's just a very obvious effect of the coronavirus and that translates directly into a lot of companies marketing strategies yeah i think anytime that um something like this happens where all form of public gathering be it noco hemp expo we just talked about south by southwest other conventions other shows anything like that i think that's a that's a sign that somebody that's smarter than us knows something Conspiracy theory from Casey Jones here. I think, honestly, people just don't want to infect their whole event. That would be a real dick move. Well, and and so South by Southwest, let's talk about that. It wasn't South by Southwest did not cancel. The city of Austin, Texas, made an executive decision that they did not want that many people coming from all around the world to a singular place, which would effectively be a potential for an epicenter of outbreak so it wasn't South by it. It was somebody in public government made the call, whoever it was. We don't know who. And they just simply decided, hey, like, we we can't have this in our city. And exactly. that, that's how that went down. Well, I think that's how most events are going. It's either 
I mean, Spanibus did not want to cancel 48 hours before their event. No. But the fact is, is that it is a public health crisis. So not only are the cities and towns getting involved, but also some of the major players that are going to the mm-hmm. actual shows. So the and, big companies are pulling out. Yeah, and a perfect example is um, at NAB, which I was supposed to go to. So Nikon, Adobe, Avid, um, a lot of these, I mean, companies that are, that are spending millions of dollars to go to these things are like we're not going to put our teams at risk a lot of these manufacturers as well have teams from asia and a lot of those teams are quarantined so they they can't actually even make it over yeah um, so that so... actually loops into you know we get it events are canceled <laughs> yep but because manufacturing and supply chain in cannabis this is actually potentially going to be a really big deal. Yeah. Um, a lot of companies rely on, let's just be honest, like cheap Chinese manufacturing, especially vaporizers, but also things like hemp flour, mm-hmm. um, cheap the, hemp the flour, things like that. The number one producer of hemp in the world is China. Exactly. So because of what's happening in China, very likely that there will be a supply shortage, yep. which is going to especially affect, and maybe this is just my opinion, but this is especially going to affect the sort of cheaper, lower-end cannabis companies. Yeah, true. Those people that are using um, low-quality, well, I won't say low-quality, I will say less expensive uh, manufacturing from overseas in Asia. Um, they will have shortage problems. They will they will experience um, a lack of product. They will have a lack of stock, um, and they also might experience uh, quarantine product because things get held in transition between boat and stateside, and there could be fears there of yeah. <clears throat> things carrying a virus. I don't know specifically how this COVID nineteen is acting i don't know if that's a potential issue there but it it already has affected the supply chain of a lot of industries especially electronics and consumer goods uh one of those main consumer goods in our industry being vaporizers um and ancillary products so things that like like the button like magical butter right yeah, so like we guarantee those machines are made in china no, no, very the, affordably yeah they're manufactured in Shenzhen. and there's loads you can find of them on stuff Alibaba. like that um, and there's and all of those products that you can very easily just source on Alibaba are going to be the ones that have the initial problems because. Yeah. But the hemp flower is a good point, and it's something we haven't talked a lot about on the podcast because we're always talking about small farm, organic, mm-hmm. sourced hemp or CBD or or just cannabis in general, and. The fact is, is a lot of more affordable companies are using hemp from China. And India. And India. And it's super duper duper cheap. And it allows them to have amazing margins. Hey, it's how you get a business off the ground. But that's going to slow. So, you know, you might be finding that you were using this company and it was like good enough or whatever. And, and they can't provide you with product for a Or their while. prices are going to go up. So this is a, a very basic economic concept of supply and demand. If supply goes down and demand maintains, then prices go up. Yeah. So we will we will see a market fluctuation. I don't think that we've seen it yet. Um, little too soon. Little too soon to call it, but 
something something's going to change. Okay, but silver lining there is the fact that if product is slowing down and supply chain is slowing down so much from China, potentially people are going to look towards, they're going to go internal and they're going to look for American product. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, a great silver lining because, you know, A, I think a lot of American product is grown in potentially better ways. And well, also it's just good for our own economy. Well, it's good for our here. economy, but we also have um, growth standards that some other countries don't. We might have standards for clean green. We might have standards for pesticide usage, things the like. Um, <clears throat> so it, it, you, you'll just have a better awareness of where your product comes from if it comes domestically. So again, you're right. Silver lining, we, we all know that the world's goods are all manufactured overseas and shipped to consumer-based companies like Western Europe and America. Um, so it's, it's bad news bears for them. But we might have an opportunity here for American companies to realize an opportunity. Yeah. And I hope some people do step up to the plate and, and start to say, hey, use us. We're better for these reasons. And it's kind of a quality over quantity kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And also we'll see companies that are in it for the wrong reasons, I think, begin to have adverse effects. And that's a good thing because anybody that's just trying to source cheap product to, to ride the wave of the cannabis industry just by jumping in and finding some shit on Alibaba and putting up for sale on e-commerce. Very easy process. A lot of people do it. Um, it'll be good to see what happens to those companies because you'll find out who's in it for real, real, as opposed to the people that are just here for quick cash. Interesting so. stuff there. And like, I guess one thing that kind of comes to mind in talking about that is no matter how wonderfully sourced and organic and ethical your product is there's also just little things like packaging yeah that you know maybe you're sourcing your boxes which is going to mean companies are going to have to change up certain things and it really just depends on how long this outbreak lasts so yeah i think it, that's and, interesting too and this all is predicated on the assumption that um this will have lasting and long-term effects as opposed to Hopefully, hope, hopefully, it's not as bad as it seems from where we sit. But right now, it looks like this is going to have some very serious long-term effects on not just cannabis, um, but manufacturing in general um, and the way that people source their goods. Yeah. So speaking of <clears throat> the business aspect, I think something that's going to be interesting to watch and has already happened is the financial ripple effect of the downturn in the stock market. Yep. Which is happening across all industries, just like the events and everything's and blah, down. blah, Here, blah. Oh, actually, uh, everything's down. Well, let's go to the numbers. Right. Um, <clears throat> so a lot of companies are, are, well, the big ones, the big like publicly traded cannabis businesses are down in percentage wise of like 30 percent and let's just call a basic one out that's kind of been a big buzz one for the industry just because they were so high at one point now they're all the way down um tilray a subsidiary of privateer holdings um a canadian-based grow up is down 40 percent in the last Ouch. week 57 percent in the last month and 60.66% in the last three months, 
They're also down 89% over the last year. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> is that coronavirus related? It might well, not well, be. Well, the last week's drop of nearly 40%. If your company is losing roughly four-tenths of its valuation in a week, that's got to have something to do with market instability. Now, the, now the thing here is coronavirus doesn't necessarily directly affect like a, a Canadian grow-up. Um, but what it does affect is it affects confidence in marketplace valuation. Um, because when something like this happens, where marketing opportunities, abilities to sell, abilities to move, ability, you know, all facets of life. Here, I'll just show the video, but <clears throat> it is all red. Down, red. down, 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 down <laughs> as far as stocks go. Pretty much the stock market is falling as fast there's a bad coronavirus joke there. But can't this possibly mean, like, obviously it's bad for all people who have already invested. It's bad, and yeah, the it's company bad for people that bought last but month. But so, like, someone like me who knows nothing about stocks, <laughs> mm -hmm. would this be a good time for me to invest? Yes and no. Um, there are certain things, like we were just talking about the potential of long-term effects of manufacturing. Um, any company that is pretty heavily vested in a cheaply manufactured product might be a poor investment, but somebody, for example, like a grow up that's just seeing kind of an immediate market fluctuation just due to market instability and lack of confidence in the markets. Um, this could be a perfect time to get in because the, the hope is by fall come croptober when these people are going to be cultivating, unless they're all indoor grows or whatever their, their case might be. Um, there is some opportunity there where just market instability right now might be a good place to get into something where the long-term effects of a pandemic like this wouldn't have a lasting effect on the business. So this would be a good time. This is where market research as opposed to technical analysis would come into play. Um, if you do, can identify those companies that aren't heavily vested in overseas manufacturing um, and they are just experiencing market valuation dip due to lack of confidence, I, I I am not a registered financial advisor. You cannot ever sue me because I said buy something because of now. I don't. Right? You can only invest what you're well, willing you to lose. You didn't name an actual stock, so I, <laughs> I didn't think name we're anything. good. But there is some opportunity here. And again, like it, 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 it's one of those weird situations where it's tragic, obviously, because people are dying. People are infected. Um it sounds like a very bad version of a virus in general, which means that if this ever happened anywhere, it would it would affect those most at risk, elderly, young people, people that are already sick, um, people that are already, already smoking, so we'll get to that in a second. But there is an opportunity created by market instability right now. So in terms of the stock market and, and those publicly traded cannabis companies, some of them are gonna see this effect for a long time. Others, I think, are, are gonna be able to bounce right back. Um, and there's some good buys out there in the investment world. That's all I'm gonna say about Interesting. that. Interesting. So <laughs> let's talk about just con this consumer angle and <clears throat> overall sales. It's not really looking like the coronavirus is affecting dispensary sales at all. Correct. Yeah, I, it, and this is one of those things like uh, it, it, a bunch of people have posted some fire memes about, <laughs> about like, what are you doing in the time of coronavirus? People are just like survival kit, like toilet paper, Purell and my bong. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't think that market demand for cannabis and the usage of cannabis is going to go down. 
Um, but there are some ways that you consume cannabis that are maybe inadvisable, like don't share your pipes and Well, we'll talk and, about and that. Joints. But and what we'll I think that, is kind but... of interesting to see is, um, you know, I get it, like marketing, but dispensaries being like, you got to stock up a month's <laughs> worth of weed just in case. And I'm like, really? Like a month, month or two of toilet paper, a month or two of weed, like it's going to be okay, guys. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> or not yet at like the apocalypse or Armageddon, yeah. but at the same time, you And know... people aren't so afraid to leave their houses that they won't go to the dispensary. Yeah. Like, you don't want to like, go to big public events, but... Yeah, I'm like the worst advocate for any of this. Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, you should do certain things. <laughs> so anyways, I feel like that was kind of a non-issue, but yeah, something to I, bring up. I don't think the, the direct consumer and immediate consumer demand of cannabis cannabis products as it's distributed in recreational and or adult use dispensaries in those legal states in, the, in America and Canada. I don't think we're going to see a huge dip there at all. And I think you're right. We actually might see an uptick because some people will be like, oh, shit, what if I can't get to the dispensary? Because that's just the way that people think. And Smart. fear is very easy for people to grasp onto. Um, so if anything, we actually might see an uptick yeah. <laughs> in business and dispensaries, which yeah. is nuts. But Hard to say. Here we are. Um, so getting into politics. I think something that'll be interesting to see is legalization efforts potentially getting stalled. Oh, yeah, that's an excellent point. And I hate to say it, but, you know, politicians have a lot of things going on. There's some that are like super pro cannabis right now. They're doing weed tours like the senator of New York and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of those efforts might get stalled because of coronavirus efforts, mm-hmm. meaning that some of the voting timelines and things of that nature could mm-hmm. be affected. Hopefully yeah, well, it's, not. It's, it's things like drafting bills and bill introductions might be pushed back because there's an immediate need for something else. And that's totally fine. I mean, I, I think when a pandemic becomes a part of the social consciousness and, and an issue that we all have to address, um, you know, I think it's it's okay for like weed advocacy on a legislative level, level of like take a three month break, but we that again could have long term ripple effects because it could be till next year that we see these efforts pick back up because just different legislation kind of will will get pushed yeah. to the forefront. Well, and it really depends on how long this lasts. Yeah. And how many more things get canceled, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, right now we have very little information, so everything's just, you know, we think. Yeah. We think. Y- we yeah. This know. is this is all hearsay based on an unknown timeline. It's just that this this could be the very honest reality that we might live in twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's yeah. something something to think about. Unfortunately, not my favorite thing, but it, you know, it's something to bring up. So lastly, just, um, you know, to cover our bases here, I think that we should talk about... Or cover our faces. <laughs> I was thinking for a bad joke. You are a bad so joke. funny. I'm um, so <laughs> lame. <laughs> but, you know, how do we keep ourselves healthy and safe, <clears throat> but also still continue to enjoy our favorite cannabis products or, you know, a lot of us are using this for medicinal uses or things like anxiety. Um, You know, it's it's something that I would never tell people necessarily to stop doing what they're doing because of a virus. 
However, there are certain ways we can be a little safer. So I would say, obviously, if you're like smoking, Mm -hmm. even though I know that's so many people's favorite method and, you know, it's just you can't beat it. Yeah. (laughs) But ideally cutting back or taking a break from actual smoking. Yeah, I think that that that's kind of advisable. Um, across the board, because one of the things that has come out is that those at risk are A, old, B, young, super young. Uh, Immunocompromised. Immunocompromised. And then kind of D through whatever are those that are compromising their systems via, you know, heavy drug use, heavy alcohol use and smoking. Well, especially like, lungs. And especially lungs, because this is a, a few-based sy- symptom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so it, yeah. if you're an everyday smoker, if you're like an everyday wax cat and the whole thing, I mean, now it sucks because I, I get it. You know, people use it medicinally for maybe psychological purposes and, and they're ignoring the physical. But I'm a joint girl. Like, I yeah. love joints, but I am going to try really hard to not smoke joints. Yeah, maybe right just now. maybe just like until like sports games and yeah. and university stop shutting down. <laughs> yeah, like go to edibles. I it, mean, it's okay, not so that big of a compromise. If you have to smoke though, like a by yourself in your house, mm-hmm. probably better. B, if you're smoking with friends, like a we're not supposed to hand to mouth. Yeah, that's the same thing as just making out with a group yeah. of people. So joints. <laughs> ugh. They're my so favorite, like, but no, want, but don't you, do it. Yeah, if you want to like walk up to your friends joints. and like lick their faces, that's yeah. the same thing as sharing a joint. Don't share joints, bongs, etc. Like it's just kind of about it. And the old my my favorite too in high school is like people used to like light the bowl and then they like hold the lighter to the end of it, and that's how they would like the sterilize joints. it. Which yeah. I mean, okay, fine. There's some science backing that, but like, I mean, if you're young and healthy, like if you're young and healthy, right? Yeah, yeah. This is but, just best practices. <laughs> we're just saying like best practices. Just maybe don't share. <laughs> yeah. For like two months, if possible. Obviously, wash could, your hands a whole bunch. We didn't think about this. The lack of, um, like, the community aspect of cannabis, oftentimes it's done in a group setting. If all of a sudden that goes away, maybe we will see a dip in demand because people just that um, are social smokers, or, yeah, they might just be like, well, I don't want to like sit at home and get stoned. Yeah. I don't know. Well, one of my um, favorite girls on Instagram, (laughs) uh, Chronically Cassie, what's up, girl? Uh, She recommended there's these silicone mouthpieces Mm -hmm. that you stick the joint in. So if you brought your own silicone mouthpiece, then if you were sharing a joint, everybody could, like, yeah, would be it, touching it. It's still like shaking hands. Everybody would have to like Purell up before they like yeah, pass the Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> which, wouldn't suggest Which I hope somebody does like a, a satirical, like funnier die where you at. Um, should just do a video of like proper how to like share or smoke weed in a group setting. Maybe we should do that. Like everybody Purell's up and then they like pass the joint in between passing. Everybody's got a Purell and scrub their whole face and then like everybody goes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know. Well, There's a good so video on this. Another somewhere. thing I that know. I wanted to bring up is the fact that like everything in the fucking CBD world, somebody gets this idea in their head that CBD cures everything and people are like, yeah, CBD cures the coronavirus. You're going to see a lot of that. Like that's coming you, you out know what? already. If you believe that CBD cures the coronavirus, just go ahead and keep believing that. Because uh, this is a great opportunity for Darwinism to take over. And um, yeah, if you believe that and that's your shtick, 
Okay, Go for but it. the one shout out I will give to CBD in relation to the coronavirus is that I do believe that stress is the root of of all evil, and that true. when you are stressed, your immune system is compromised. When your immune system is compromised, you're more likely to pick up things and get them worse. More susceptible to virus. Exactly. Bacterial infection. So if you are taking your CBD every day and it's something that you found a good quality product and you feel good about and you feel that it helps your stress levels, then you might be putting yourself in a better position. That's true. And <laughs> it, again, like, like these products, cannabis-based medicines... Until they're proven to actually be medicines outside of like the world of Tourette's and, and things of that nature, seizures, seizures, um, they're not cures, but they're supplements. So these things can help you by relieving your stress, boosting pain, your immune you system, do have it. relieving pain symptoms, things of the like. Also not doctors. So. Also not doctors, so don't quote us. But, <laughs> Just a podcast here. <laughs> but like CBD does not cure a virus or bacteria. In fact, it might carry both of those things so if anybody says like oh smoke cbd this is going to cure it and you bought that lie ooh, you're going to get what's coming to you <laughs> also <laughs> but that, just that know that people bullshit. are going to start saying that i mean we yeah, all know 100%. that that those kind of things are going to circulate so you didn't know that uh cbd actually just it, it cures everything yeah actually if you're feeling too gassy and take cbd like no more farts yeah erectile dysfunction yeah you'll just never rub fart some again cbd on your on your oh rub cbd on your just... weenie well there you go yeah cb weenie cb weenie that's just... our new lube company Ooh, cb weenie cb weenie <laughs> and cbv for the vagina cb weenie isn't quite as good no it's not even close yeah um but anyway yeah well that's about all i can share on what i know so far about cannabis and the coronavirus i think that the best practice here is to not worry too much about it just wash your cbd don't be stressed hands actually we had wash your hands we we spoke with a guy gentleman again i'm touching my fans i'm the worst fucking coronavirus I live in the middle of the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere. I don't talk to anybody. Anyway. Oh, my hands are so dry. I know. From washing them. From washing them so many times. Just because every time I go outside, <clears throat> I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But the simple fact okay. is this. Like, when you go get a shot at the doctor's office, they wipe your arm with an alcohol swab. The reason they do that is because alcohol kills viruses, kills bacteria. So if everybody just washes their hands with an antibacterial soap and stays clean, like, it's... There's no way to transfer it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, there's obviously there's there's transfer transfer as of that. But it alleviates a lot of potential. <laughs> like, so just wash yeah. your hands. But so it'll be super interesting to see what happens in the industry. Yep. Fear is an insanely interesting and wild insanely phenomenon. powerful device. Yeah. And so <laughs> things are going to, you know, developments are going to happen. We'll keep you guys updated as much as we can. Yeah. But, you know, the fact is, is this is what we know now and this is what we've seen this we're so the... sorry we can't see a bunch of you because we're missing so many events i know we're canceled. missing south by we're missing noco um all flowers got canceled yeah also i'm super which... curious to hear what if you are if you have a cannabis business and you're in the space oh yeah. how it's affecting you and what your strategies are to combat that you know if, if it's like affecting your marketing strategy because you couldn't go to events mm-hmm what are your new ideas? Like I heard one guy was like, we're just going to do like a ton of webinars this month. 
Perfect. And, you know, so people are coming up with ideas. So, you know, we'd love to hear all that. And we'd also love to hear if you have other information. If any of our information was stupid, let us know. We did what we could. Oh, we're going to get just all kind of anti-vaxxers. I saw somebody today, they post, they're like, how to control a population. And it was like measles, vaccinate them. Like smallpox, vaccinate them. Like... SARS, vaccinate them. Coronavirus, don't be a fucking sheep. You're like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> People are great. Once again, anyway. thank you all for listening to the Mary Jane Experience. I am Strawberry Sequoia. And that's Casey Jones. Uh, I thought he was going to roll with that with me. I'm, I'm Casey Jones? I think he might have the coronavirus. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's gone dumb. Um, it's but yes, dot thank net. you so much, as always, for listening. We appreciate every bit of your support. We always do. We're so lucky to have this community. And I think you just hit on something we're going to start doing. We're going to reach out to every single company in the world to host webinars on our YouTube channel and live stream the whole thing. Be on a lookout. Whoa. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening, someone. guys. Check us out on Instagram. Facebook, wherever you find your social medias. Uh, We're also available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, you're available to find us. Also, these videos are going to be up on YouTube, so if you don't even want to listen to the podcast, you can watch the YouTube channel. Hopefully it's entertaining as well. Like, subscribe, comment. We want to hear from you. Community engagement is how we build these issues and how we hear more and how we share real and good information on our platform, the Mary Jane Experience. We love you. Thank you for listening. Canavan Tour coming at you June 2020. Yo. Peace out, potheads. <laughs> All right.